Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So I've got a couple charts here that I think are going to blow your mind, especially in the treasury market. This is never, ever supposed to happen. And yesterday, it did. So we're going to fire right into these charts from CNBC. But before we do, I want to remind everybody to get your tickets to Rebel Capitals Live. It's going to be the greatest investment conference of all time in Orlando, May 12th through the 14th. we got speakers right here like Mike Maloney, Peter Schiff, Robert Barnes, Kenny McElroy, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Simon Black, Hartman, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Bob Murphy, even George Gammon might speak. Wow. All right. So I guess we're letting everybody in. <laughs> oh, so definitely check out Rebel Capitals Live and get your tickets at rebelcapitalslive.com. ASAP. But let's get into these charts. I hope you're sitting down for this one, guys, because it is officially stiff drink time. First, let's go to reverse repo. What is the rate? Everyone talks about how much money is going into reverse repo. It's over $2 trillion, It's over $2 trillion, but we kind of forget what the interest rate is. So these pools of money are taking their quote-unquote cash. They're giving it to the Fed, or they're letting the Fed borrow it, technically, and it's collateralized. Let's not forget that. That it's not just that they're giving it to the Fed. The Fed is giving them collateral, treasuries, mortgage-backed securities, most likely treasuries, as collateral for, quote-unquote, lending their cash to the Fed. So what is the Fed paying them to borrow this cash? Well, right now, it's 4.8%. Write that down because, and I want to overemphasize this, right now, you can get well, you can't, <laughs> but just wait till we get a central bank digital currency and maybe you can. But right now, as a bank or a, a big uh, a money market fund, you can park your cash at the Fed and they will give you collateral for doing so. They will give you treasuries, T-bills as collateral. On top of that, they will pay you 4.8%. Got it? And I want to say one other thing before we go into this next chart that will completely blow you away. This is the way the Fed micromanages the floor to interest rates. So in the Fed's view, they've got three major rates that make up that uh, Fed target range, let's say. They've got IOR, which is just interest on reserves. That's how much they pay Jamie Dimon for the bank reserves that J.P. Morgan has parked there, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, et cetera. That's usually in the middle. We've got the discount window or whatever new stupid name they're calling it to try to take away the stigma, which we know won't work. That's at the top end of the range. So let's say right now that's maybe 4.9, 4.95, guessing. And the bottom of the range is reverse repo. And so discount window is get, it was their attempt to set a ceiling on overnight rates, reverse repo their attempt to set a floor. Well, let's go to the next chart and see how good of a job they are doing at micromanaging short-term interest rates. This would be the one-month T-bill at 3.48. 3.48. What was reverse repo? I just had you guys write that down. I'll let you cheat on this one. I'll, I'll give you a hint. It was 4.8%. <laughs> Subtle hint, right? 4.8%. And the one month is saying, eh, 
Yeah. Park my cash at the Fed at 4.8% collateralized. Nah. I'm going to go ahead and take 130 basis points less <laughs> by buying a one-month T-bill. 130 basis points less. Oh, but wait. Unfortunately, there is more. Right now, you can see this kind of giving us real-time quotes. So this might be like 15 minutes delayed, something like that, on CNBC's website. So we're at, you know, there's always kind of a discrepancy here. I never really know which one is most accurate. But let's just say it's this 3.5090. Okay, great. Let's go back to yesterday really quick, where we start the day at 3.77. And then we get to the open and the yield collapses down to 3.58. And you say, oh my gosh, George, that's like a massive move. And uh, and remember, there's an inverse correlation between the price and the yield. So yield goes down, price goes up. So that that just shows massive demand for three month or excuse me for one month T bill. And you would be right, but the fireworks are far from over, my friend. Let's fast forward to the same day in the middle of the day where rates remember start at three point seven seven, go down to like three point five three, and then right around lunch. They go from 3.53 down to 3.21. 3, 3.21. So from the open to lunch, the yield on the one-month treasury went down by 50 basis points. 50 basis points. Go back and, and try to back to any chart and try to find. When you see a move like that or that type of, and then it spiked right back up to 3.5. This is staggering amounts of volatility in the one month T-bill. And keep in mind that it is trading currently at 130 basis points lower than reverse repo, which is the Fed's attempt to set a floor <laughs> on interest rates. It, uh, granted overnight rate, but I mean, come on, you don't, you think that the fed wants the one month at 3.5, give me a break for heaven's sakes. So why is it doing this? That's probably the question you are all asking right now. Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Got a quick question for you. Are you someone that realizes we are headed straight for an economic recession, maybe even worse? You also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom, liberty, and privacy on a daily basis. We've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies, and it's not a matter of if we get them. It's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you, the rebel capitalist, find solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments. That event 
is Rebel Capitalist Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event that's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond, go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. Well, we first have to understand that the market is choosing. Yes, there are a lot of market participants that are choosing reverse repo, but there's a lot, probably a lot more that are choosing one-month treasuries instead of reverse repo that's collateralized at 4.8%, 130 basis points higher. So only one reason. Well, let, let's let's go over some rebuttals that the mainstream media might have. Well, they'd say, oh my gosh, the cash, the system is flushed with cash. It, there's so much cash in the system. There's so much liquidity in the system that all these money market funds have nothing else to do with it because there's a cap on the amount that each money market fund can actually put into reverse repo. I think it's like 60 billion or something like that. So there's this cap. So they have so much more cash above and beyond that cap. They have nothing to do with it. So they just have to put it into one month T-bills, which drive down the yield, shoots the price straight up. Okay, well, that would be a good argument if, <laughs> that's a big if, the amount of currency units were actually decreasing. But you guys know from watching my videos what we're going to see in this next chart. Wah, wah, wah. Amount of deposits are decreasing at a historic rate. And if you guys watched my whiteboard video Wednesday night, which I strongly suggest doing, of course, you'll know that we haven't seen this type of drop in deposits or the money supply since the Great Depression in the 1930s. So if we were seeing deposits grow like this, and you're telling me, okay, George, those money market funds, they're just having money thrown at, or maybe from here down to here, because then all this money goes into the banking system. Then it's like, oh my gosh, we got to find some place to put all these deposits. So let's give them to money market funds. And that takes the deposits down to here. That would make sense. But now we're into a outright contraction of the quote unquote money supply. And, and it's not like it's just spiked down. We saw that in 1980. No, 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 no. We're, we've been down. Since Q2 we, of, of 2022, we've been negative year over year. Absolutely staggering. So another rebuttal, and this would be a good rebuttal too. Say, oh, George, well, all of these uh, currency units are going into, uh, you know, maybe they're going into T-bills. Maybe they're doing all, all these uh, alternates. that So there's uh, trading one asset for the other. And that's a great argument. but. And, I, and then, of course, Janet Yellen is taking those T-bills. Uh, then she's accumulating them in the TGA. They're taking them out of deposits. If she spends them back in the economy, it'd be a net wash, right? So this assumes that she's taking those, neither not spending them, the cash, or giving them to the Fed to pay off maturing debt. And then those, the deposits go to money heaven or doing the same thing with a bank or sending them offshore. Let's say the average hoe. Uh, the, that's the average Joe's Chinese cousin 
in case you guys don't watch my whiteboard videos. <laughs> but let's say Janet Yellen pays him off, right? Well, that means that, that those deposits could go to Money Heaven as well because she's taking that cash, phew, sending it offshore. But the main thing that we have to look at, you guys know the punchline here. We've got to look at loans and leases. Because if loans and leases are declining, then it is safe to assume that this decline in money supply, quote unquote, is actually decreasing the asset side of the aggregate American balance sheet, right? And why is that important? Because that's reducing, uh, that's significantly reducing aggregate demand. If we have demand go down, then our economy has big, big, big problems. So, but going back to my earlier point here, it is highly unlikely that the reason we are seeing such a massive discrepancy between the one month and reverse repo is because of all this excess cash when you consider that the money supply is actually shrinking, confirmed by loans and leases. That's really the main point that I'm trying to make. So, George, I get it, but you haven't answered my question. Why do we see this discrepancy? Most likely, and I'm going to defer to my good buddy, Jeff Snyder, who knows way more about this than I do. It's these uh, money centers or these sovereign wealth funds, these hedge funds, that these banks, international banks, that are seeing massive increase in counterparty risk. So this does a couple things. Number one, it makes them buy T-bills because they're trying to shore up their own balance sheet. And number two, all those other entities out there that need liquidity, now all of a sudden, these providers of liquidity are saying, yeah, okay, we'll do that loan, but only if you give us one month T-bills because those are the most liquid. Those are the safest asset that I demand as collateral. And the borrowers would say, whoa, 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 dude, time out. Last month, you were taking mortgage-backed securities. Uh, yeah, that was last month. A lot less counterparty risk last month. Or they'd say, let's say today's loan is uh, at, you know, the, 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 the rate with a certain amount of collateral, let's say, is 10%. I'm just throwing that out there for the borrower. And the borrower says, whoa, whoa, 10%. Last month, you quoted me 7%. And they said, yeah, but there's a lot less counterparty risk. And I don't want to provide any liquidity right now. And he says, well, what can I do to get this interest rate, the borrower, down from 10% to 8%? He said, well, you got to give us more collateral. So what do they do? Like, ah, dad, shoot, you got to buy more one-month T-bills. So they buy more one-month T-bills so that they can get that liquidity they need. So th these are just two of the many, many, many variables out there that would cause this delta. But the main reason here. Uh, whether it's uh, they need liquidity, they're being charged higher interest rates, they're trying to shore up their balance sheet, et cetera, et cetera, is increased counterparty risk. So when Snyder talks about deflationary money and whatnot, it, it really confuses people uh, quite a bit. But what he's really talking about is the global monetary system seeing more and more and more counterparty risk. And when they see more counterparty risk, they demand more collateral. So the fact that the price is going up so high, the fact that the yield is so much lower than reverse repo is just the marketplace telling you how much counterparty risk is currently in the system. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and make sure you go to rebelcapitalistlive.com. 
uh, to get your tickets to this incredible event. You're not going to want to miss it. I'll see you on the next video, and I'll see you in Orlando May 12th through the 14th.